last night I'm not afraid to share my testimony. I'm not ashamed of sharing my testimony of what Jesus Christ did for me and how he snatched me from death and life. What I'm saying is that after a while, doing interviews with people and every person asking me how to get involved, there are some things in my past that I don't want to rehash. I don't want to come across the detailing over and over again. I really don't. After a while, it takes a toll on me. It's literally as if you have a scab on a wound. And I'm constantly, you know, as a, as a kid, we constantly take our scab and we open that scar, that wound. That's how I feel every time I talk about something. So last night, I did a little I spoke by myself, didn't do an interview with no one I was supposed to do, but I didn't do no interview with them. And I went on and I talked about this, the main passage from the Bible that was the motivation and the inspiration for me to even write the book. And that was out of John chapter 8, where the woman was caught in adultery. And the scribes and Pharisees brought her to Jesus and said, "What? You're supposed to stone this woman because she was an adulteress." We caught her right in it. What do you say, Jesus? What are we supposed to do? And when I read it on Facebook, the thing that it says is that he said that he stooped, which means he got low, which means he was humble, like he went down, just like he came down for us to die on the cross. He stooped for this woman, got up, looked at them, and said, he who has no sin cast the first stone. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, that's what people do all the time, is they constantly are quick to throw the first stone. They're constantly quick to constantly point fingers at other people. Look at their faults. Look at this. Look at that. Now, am I saying that you're not supposed to feel some type of way towards a person who is a pedophile or a person who 
is a rapist, or a he is uh, uh, a pimp. No, I'm not saying that's supposed to feel some type of way. But what I am saying, and what I have told people um, in my interviews, is at the end of the day, they got, they have. There's a reason why they're like something happened in their life that means a bunch of stuff. You know, people don't realize and understand that we all have issues. We all go through something. Something happened to us traumatically. For me, I was molested when I was a kid. That's traumatic. We don't know everybody's story in this world. And I'm a little tired of people constantly pointing fingers at other people and constantly saying, look at them, look at them, look at their faults, look what they're doing, they're wrong. But nobody's willing to take any, no one is willing to take and say, look at my fault. They're quick to blame other people. They're quick to throw people under the bus. And let me tell you, if you're one of those people that, and I pray that after you listen to this, that you really sit back and you look at how you live your life when it comes to pointing fingers at people. If you're quick to say, oh, she did it, and put the blame and focus on them, what about you? What are you doing? You're not perfect because it said scripturally, Jesus said, he who has no sin, let me tell you all baby, let me tell you, it's like this. Every last one of us is full of sin. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. We are all sinful. So if we're all sinful, that means that we have issues of ourselves. It's funny. People want to protest about pedophiles and people want to talk about uh, no more human trafficking, no more, uh, you got to put men in jail because they are trafficking women. But there's some people that are in their houses right now watching porn. There's some people in their houses right now that are beating their wives and their girlfriends and telling them, don't say nothing. Let me tell you, human trafficking and domestic violence go hand in hand. But cast your stone, though. Throw it at somebody else. We all sin. We all are sinners. No sin is greater than the next. No sin is lesser than the next. Someone who lies or steals or cheats at their job or speaks foul language let me tell you something before I continue I just gotta I just gotta interject something women who speak foully is the most ugliest feature about yourself I'm just gonna put that out there I used to speak foul language. I used to say it until I came to Christ. Let me tell you, there's something about women who say foul words. You know what I mean by foul words? The F word, the B word, all those kinds of things. 
and I sit there and it like demeans them. I watch it and I'm like, man, really? That's what I said to myself, really? Like, is that what you're worth? Is to say, is that how you feel about yourself to where you talk that way? Because there's so many words that are out there that you could just you can express yourself in a totally different way. You know, I was talking to some of the women that I work with uh, that are coming out of drugs and alcohol and drug trafficking. You know, the one thing I explained to them, I said to them that at the end of the day, at the end of the day. I, as a staff member, are there to teach them how to be a godly wife and a godly um, woman. That's my job. No real man likes the woman who has to come out for them. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that a real man does it. And when I say a real man, I mean a godly man. A man who seeks after God. A man who that is his lover, that's his life, that's his foundation. I'm not saying anything's wrong with anyone. Y'all choose what y'all choose, how y'all want to live, and all. I mean, there's so many things that people are probably gonna take this out of context. They're gonna be like, oh, jeans, uh, this and dry that, and all. No, 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 no. Understand this real quick, okay? This is from me personally, from the life that I lived and the men that I dealt with. After coming to know who Jesus Christ is, let me tell you, you know, it's funny. Um, there was somebody who I was talking to uh, a couple weeks ago, and they're a transgender, right? They're going from a woman to a man, which that right there, I don't understand. But okay. So they said to me that their parents are Christians, and they said that they cannot find nowhere in the Bible that says that that's a sin. Right? Let me tell you, in Deuteronomy, if you don't know your word, you better be reading it. Because in Deuteronomy, it said right there, plain as day, God says no woman should put on men's clothes and no man should put on man, uh, woman's clothes. That is an abomination to God. Now let me tell you, if you really sit there and think about it, put on man's clothes, whether that's, and you can take it out, but that right there tells me a lot. Because back in those days, the nations did all kinds of, everything that's going on in this world is not new. You know, I've seen on Facebook, people posting about Pharaoh, you know, the a picture of Pharaoh, and he's saying, you acted like this for one plague, and he had ten. Like, for real, like, we really, people in this world are acting off the chain about this COVID, but yet, Pharaoh went through ten plagues, famine, darkness for three days, um, the uh, death of the firstborns of the land, um, pestilence, um, what else? The boils, 
the frogs. Like, there's all kinds. They've been through a lot. And we all up in arms about this COVID. But that was just, you know, I had to go on a rant. Go back to what I was saying about the man who passed the first stone. He who passed the first stone. This week, and I know, you know, I said last week that I I will not, um, I won't share anything or come on unless I have something to say. And, you know, I know usually I post my podcast on Wednesday. Um, but, you know, th- this week has been a crazy week. I ain't even going to lie, this week has been a crazy week. Um, it's just been ripping and running. And, you know, I... <laughs> when I thought about it and you know at the end of the day this is about my book and you know I I read you the first few you know uh, lines of a couple episodes and thank you to everyone who's been listening I you know 96 um, listens and 12 people who are following thank you so much I appreciate it. Um, thank you for allowing me to share what's on my heart. Um, you know, I I watched that one of the episodes that I posted was What Is The Game? And I saw that that has the most listens. And I re-listened to it and I saw why because I was talking about my book and actually read some of it out of some of the books that I had in my book. And you know, um, I look up and I said, man, last few episodes I've been focusing in and talking about what's kind of going on in the book and stuff, and I kind of pulled away a little bit from the book, and I apologize, because this, this, this podcast is specifically about my book, but I had a few things on my heart that I just wanted to get out, like I had to let that junk out. Um, and so I kind of vomited on podcasts for the last couple weeks. But then last night when I did, and I said I just want to introduce myself. And that's when I shared about it. And I said, I just want to talk to the people that didn't hear and on Facebook. Um, if you do have Facebook, don't follow me. It's called uh, on Facebook. On Instagram, it's the same thing. So I know they may hate you. Um, follow me. Um, I will have a, a Q&A next week. Um, so if you have any questions, whether it is about how I got involved in human trafficking, how I got out, anything that deals with human trafficking, about my book, why I wrote my book, anything, um, you can message me. You can uh, hit me up on Instagram. Um, and you can ask me whatever questions that you may have. Um, no question is not a, a good question. Every question is a good question. But I wanted to end with this, and I think it's very important. At the end of the day, when you look at a woman on the street, when you, and it don't have to be just the street, even at your job, you see a woman looking at 
timid. Not wanting to talk to someone. Those are the ones that you need to not judge. You shouldn't judge anyone. But don't cast a stone at them. Don't don't try to throw a stone at them. Because you don't understand why they're acting that way. Or why they do the things they do. Jesus never did. Out of all my sins that I have committed in my life, the ones before I knew him, when I came to know him, he took them all on the cross and died for me. And since I've known him, he has forgiven me, as the scripture, as far as east to the west. It's unending on how much he forgives, as long as I repent. You know, I've been in, I've been going to church and uh, at my church the last couple of weeks. They've been talking about repent. So I thought it was fitting when I read the scripture about he who has no sin has no We've all sinned. And honestly, we every last one of us, if you listen, needs to repent and come to Christ because he's the one that will wash your sins and make you white as snow. He's the one that will redeem you and save you. No money, I don't care how rich you are. And let me tell you, people talk about their money and rich and everything. Just because I don't have money right now doesn't mean I ain't seen money. Jesus Christ provides what I need, not what I want. And I've learned that. It's not about what you want. It's about what you need in life. And what every person needs in life is the Savior, Jesus Christ. Every person in this world needs salvation because I'm telling you, Jesus is coming back regardless of how you like it. So if you're trying to come up and get up and become a person and all this so that people love you or whatever, you try to look for some type of uh, stability in this world, in this time of age, let me tell you, you ain't going to find it. The only stability that you will find is through Jesus Christ. And knowing that at the end of the day, if you close your eyes today and you don't wake up tomorrow, that when you see Jesus in heaven, you will go to him and he will say, he will say, okay. And not the fearful words that I have that I fear every single day. Get from me because I do not know you. Jesus says that if you will not acknowledge him before man, he will not acknowledge you before God. And let me tell you, I'd rather acknowledge be acknowledged by him before God than men out in this world. No person in this world is going to save my soul and keep me from going to hell. And that is the reason why I wrote my book. To show you the kind of hell that I came out of. 
and to show you the life that of being around Jesus Christ and having him in my life. What kind of he says that in John 10 10 that Satan comes to steal, kill, and rob and destroy. But Jesus comes to give life and life abundantly. Today, if you don't know Jesus, I pray that you will search your heart, that you would repent of your sins because you cannot cast any stones on anyone because he who has no sin, the only person that has no sin that had the right to cast stones was Jesus Christ. And yet he still did not cast a stone at that one. And at the end of the story, and if you have your Bible, and if you, if you read your Bible, it's in John chapter 8. Chapter 8 is where this passage comes from. At the end of it all, after he went back down and he said, he who casts no stone, and then he stooped back down and he was riding in the sand, the Pharisees and the scribes left and the woman was standing there, just like myself, when everybody, all my pimps left and every person didn't want nothing to do with me and threw me for the wolves and wanted me to die and everything. I stood there by myself and he looked up her and said to her, where, where are your accusers? And he looked at her and he says, go and sin no more. Meaning, don't go back to that sin that you left. If you if you have gotten pardoned, don't go back to it. There's nothing in this world that anybody can say or do to convince me to go back into that hell that I came out of. I know what I left out of. Do you know what you left out of? Because if you don't remember where you left out of, you better ask God to show you. At the end of the day, no more games is the reason why I did that. Because if you listen to it, stop playing games with your life. Stop playing Russian roulette with your life. Get real with it. My time is up. Like I always do. I'm going to play with it. You don't know who Jesus Christ is. I pray that Ask him in your heart. Ask him to forgive it. Accept Jesus in your heart. And if you are around the church, I ask, I pray that you will go and seek a church and seek for the, the pastor. And, you know, really ask him to help show you who Jesus is and how to become a Christian. You know, it's time. To really seek God. Pray that you all have a great rest of the week. God loves you. He says that He is.